everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday. It's the 12th day of August 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J, I'm going to need you to bring the positivity today. I got it. What's wrong? Wonderful. I don't know. I'm just feeling salty. I didn't sleep very well. Oh. I didn't. Uh, I was up at 2.30 in the morning. Couldn't go back to sleep. And so it's been one of those deals where it was, uh, it was a rough night. Maybe there's lots of stuff going on in Duder's head that I don't know about. Maybe there is. Probably. Maybe I do know about it, and uh, it's just not like you know at the forefront of it. But it's one of those deals where I, I went. I even went to bed early, and that maybe that's the problem. Is it's it a was, delicate line, man. It really is. It was like eight thirty, and I was like, I was like, I, I don't know. I was just sitting at home, and I was like, man, I'm bored to tears. And then I was flipping around, and there was nothing I wanted to watch. And then I was just like, you know what? Game set match. I'm gonna go to bed. And I went in, I went to, I crawled in bed, and I tossed and turned for a little while. I don't know what time I actually fell asleep, but I was awake at 2.30 and angry about it. And then I couldn't go back to sleep. And so it's one of those days where it's just like, I know I'm going to be dragging ass at like 9. So preparing well, myself for that. I'm going to do what I can. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I know we're yelling! <laughs> well, no, I don't know. I'm not pretty sure that's... <laughs> Although... Uh, it has been requested of the show that you don't yell nearly as much as you did. I don't think that's going to help me today. Oh, man. Uh, it doesn't matter what heights we reach. Yes. As long as I'm yelling and being a, a buffoon. It is my favorite my favorite criticism the show has received in its 14 years uh, by people that get paid to tell us how to do the show better is uh, Big J doesn't yell enough. Like, dudes are stuck <laughs> in 2005, man. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'll pass it along. And I did, and we both got a laugh out of it. I guess that's good for something, right? And now we're sharing that with everybody. Uh, listen, man, uh, if we don't give them a peek behind the curtain every once in a while, what are we doing, right? Yeah, exactly. What are we, one of those other goofy morning shows? Bunch of fakers. Uh, today on the show, Big J will have a nerd alert for you. He's preparing diligently a list of news about technology and gaming that you can only get here. He will pass that along to you this morning. I'm going to yell it. We have a chance to just screamed at you for four minutes. Uh, plus, we also have chances for you to go to some pretty cool concerts that are coming to town here very, very soon over the course of the program today. So hopefully you get all jacked up for that. And of course, we will at least try to work in some fun and excitement over the course of the program as well. We like to play music too, music like Nirvana. Kick it off the morning after. It's in bloom here on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. All right. Important stuff brought to you by our pals and the advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, I've got good news for you. The advocates are here for you. And you could use good news if you're injured in another person's negligence. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, uh, I hope you didn't throw away your face masks, Big J, because they are coming back, baby. Yeah, I've been pretty much using the one here for the last two weeks. Yeah, again. you and me, we're the only ones to do that. But uh, it's impossible to avoid the subject, therefore it is probably something that we need to talk about, and that is if you are going to be out and about in the Treasure Valley again uh, with the return of the school year coming here in a couple of weeks, guess what? Masks are going to be required pretty much everywhere, except for Caldwell, where they recommend them but aren't requiring them. But yesterday, uh, Boise State University announced everybody on campus will have to wear a face mask. The university reinstated a face mask mandate for indoor spaces and crowded outdoor areas as well. Uh, That new requirement isn't just limited to Boise State. However, all of Idaho's public research universities will also require face masks regardless of your vaccination status. Uh, That requirement goes into effect today. And so there you have it. Uh, By the way, that also means that if you plan on attending a Boise State University football game, you will have to wear a face mask. So keep that in mind as well, because uh, any kind of crowded area, that's the way it's going to go. Of course, uh, Tree Fort yesterday also announced that you're going to have to require proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test in order to get in. All the rock festivals across the country yesterday also required the same thing. So here we go. We told you this yesterday. It's gonna if you want things to happen, masks are gonna be required, or you're gonna have to prove that you are either negative from COVID-19 or you have vaccination in order to attend these events. This is the and we've got nobody to and, and anybody who's upset got nobody to blame but ourselves about this stuff. 
this is this is the kind of thing if you want nice things to happen you're gonna have to make sure that you fall within the requirements in order to do that and we had a chance but we, we let it get away from us and so now we're paying the price and this is the price for that kind of stuff our decisions have consequences big j i guess is my point right and these are the consequences that we have created for ourselves and uh, so that's going to be the deal. So if your kids are going back to school, uh, 98% chance they're going to have to wear a mask. If you are going back to school uh, at a college, 100% chance you're going to have to wear a mask throughout the day. So that's just the way it is. So if you have those masks and you haven't been wearing them, regardless of your vaccination status, it's time to start breaking them out again and wearing them when you're going out and about because this is the reality that we live in. Hey, pretty good day to be a Brewers fan, Big J. Corbin Burns had a pretty good game last night against the Chicago Cubs. Struck out 10 straight batters against the Cubs in their Milwaukee Brewers 10-0 win over their uh, crosstown. I actually, it's called cross-state rivals. But uh, he ties a major league record held by Tom Seaver and Aaron Nola. Uh, Seaver did it for the Mets back in 1970. And then Nola did it for the Phillies just a couple of weeks ago on June 25th where uh, they struck out 10 straight. Burns finished with 15 strikeouts in eight innings. That's second place ever for the most strikeouts by a Brewers pitcher. Uh, I'll give you every single dollar in my wallet if you can remember the uh, the actual record holder for most strikeouts by a Brewers pitcher, Big J. I have no idea. Uh, little Benny Sheets, one of my favorite players of all time for the Milwaukee Brewers. Benny! Now pitching, number 15, Benny Sheets. Uh, Major League Baseball will be holding its Field of Dreams game this evening between the White Sox and the New York Yankees in Iowa, Big J. It's right next to the actual site used for the filming of the 1989 movie Field of Dreams. It's been maintained as a tourist attraction, and now it's going to be a home for a Major League Baseball game. Cool. Temporary venue that can hold some 8,000 people was built in the small town of Dyersville just for the game, which was supposed to take place last year. But, of course, we had a little bit of a thing called a pandemic last year. So both teams will wear throwback uniforms representing those teams from 1919. So that'll be kind of cool. Uh, Yankees throwbacks won't be as exciting as the White Sox ones, but the White Sox will kind of be like the uniforms that Shoeless Joe Jackson wore in Field of Dreams, if you remember. Uh, last time you watched Field of Dreams, Big J. Oh, it's been a few years. Not one of your favorites? No, I mean, it's it's okay, but I mean, how many times can you watch that movie? Uh, apparently, according to Major League Baseball, they would like you to watch it every four to six months. Also, a new playable stadium in uh, Major League Baseball, the show. 21. Is that true? Yeah, I didn't know that. Were you, were you messing around playing baseball yesterday? Uh, no, but I just—it was. Oh, it's in your nerd alert. It was a throwaway. Gotcha. Oh, not important enough to get mentioned on your import on your uh, nerd alert, but good enough to throw in here, huh? A couple weeks late. We'll take it. Billingvall is stepping back from touring as a comedian at the end of 2022. The former guest of the morning after, as well as a person that was a big part of the whole, like, getting together and putting together a super tour of comedians. If you remember, he was part of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour back in the day with Jeff Foxworthy and Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, he did a FaceTime Live with fans and said he's got to spend more time at home with his wife and his new granddaughter. And so he is deciding to take some time off. Now, he's not retiring altogether. But he emphasized that he'll still be on your TV and he still has some film opportunities headed his way. He's just not going to be touring all around the country every weekend uh, doing some comedy shows. So hopefully if you're a Billingvall fan, you had a chance to catch him last time he was in town because it looks like that's going to be the last time he's going to be in town for a long time. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Rubbing is racing, Harry. That's a line from Days of Thunder, a movie about NASCAR. And we have a brand new NASCAR game coming to consoles and PC. Motorsport Games has announced NASCAR 21 Ignition, and it will be released on October 28, 2021. Uh, it will be headed to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam. And uh, Motorsports Games has promised... Not next-gen at all? Let me finish. Oh. Okay. Motorsports Games has promised a free upgrade path for PlayStation PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, uh, which will follow post-launch. Uh, so folks who pre-order either the Standard or Champions Edition of NASCAR 21 digitally will get access to the game two days early. Champions Edition purchasers will also unlock 1988 Winston Cup champ and 16-time winner of NASCAR's most popular driver award, Bill Elliott. Nice! As a playable racer, the Champions Edition will also include NASCAR 21 Season Pass, which will provide access to further three NASCAR legends down the uh, track. I mean, you can probably guess who those might be. 
But now uh, that this game in particular is adding uh, a brand new game engine for them, and that is the Unreal 4 engine. So it's going to look and uh, feel awesome. NASCAR 21 will come with official drivers, teams, tracks from the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series. It means it won't be as broad as NASCAR Heat 5, but Motorsports Games has explained the decision to focus exclusively on the Cup Series for the first installment of the new series. Ma uh, means it has dedicated all of its resources to ensuring the core NASCAR experience uh, is returning. So uh, if you're into that, that's cool. I would love to try this out, especially now that I've got my wheel and shifter all set up, ready to go, man. Well, I'm guessing, I don't know if it is for you, but I bet you there's NASCAR heat on uh, on your Xbox Pass that you can mess around with, because it's on PlayStation Now, which I've messed around with a couple of times, and have enjoyed NASCAR Heat uh, as like a time killer, so I wonder what the major differences are between those two games. It sounds like one's just focusing on the Winston Cup, and with NASCAR Heat, you kind of have to work your way up to it, and build your own team, and you oh, get it, recruited, and stuff like that. It'll look drastically different, uh, and play different, because it's a different game engine altogether. Alright. Uh, but uh, yeah, they wanted to move on and focus a little bit in different areas, but for sure, yeah. You, you, and I ha I've never played, it's been been available in the Xbox Pass or uh, Game Pass before. I just never really got into it, so uh, we'll see how this goes. October 28th, not that far away. Yeah, it's not like NASCAR Heat's a bad game, so right. I wonder how much difference it can be, I guess, is my question. We will see. Uh, today, Call of Duty fans should be waist-deep in Season 5, but due to unforeseen announced circumstances, Treyarch had to push back the release date to tomorrow. No word uh, on exactly. They're, they're saying that the delay is uh, due to uh, a testing issue, uh, but we'll see. Season 5 is packed with new weapons weapons and a new game mode but more importantly five new multiplayer maps so that'll be available tomorrow we'll see i i wasn't planning on buying any more of these seasons nick and then the 80s action heroes uh thing dragged me into season four and i ended up finishing it like three weeks early so uh we'll see how that uh, goes and that's got to be probably the last season as we get close to them announcing a new game altogether here very soon uh, this is for the Cold War? Call of Duty Cold War gotcha. and Warzone. Okay. And the latest throwback to mini consoles is a homage to a home computer, Nick. The Commodore Amiga 500. Oh, Re reborn as the A500 Mini from Retro Games Limited, the same company behind 2018's Commodore 64 Mini, which was totally cool. Uh, the collector's item conversation piece will cost $139.99 when it goes on sale uh, early 2022, the 35th anniversary of the PC's launch. It will come with 25 Amiga staple games in the A500's onboard library of games, along with Interplay's 1991 Another World, uh, Simon the Sorcerer, the Chaos Engine, and a whole bunch of other games. And you can sideload games into it. Uh, so uh, it, it's just one of those throwbacks. I mean, listen, this is how I started playing games. It was on the Commodore 64 and the Amiga 500. It's what got me into playing simulators and those sort of things to begin with. So I'm kind of geeked about it. Yeah, well, I never had a Commodore 64. That was my first foray into video games, too. My first video game system that I owned was an Atari. But I, uh, my cousin had a Commodore, which is where we would go over to play the games. And that's how I first got into to, you know, having your own gaming system. And while I was terrible at it, it was my, I, it was like, I remember very vividly going, I cannot wait until I have a system of my own in my house. And then after I had an Atari, every day of my life, there's been some sort of video game system in my home because of it. So yeah, Absolutely. it, it uh, kickstarted the passion for video games for me as well. Although I don't have the attachment to it that probably you do. So I won't throw 130 for down for it, but will do you? No. See, like, no. well, listen, man, I mean, we've moved on. It's very difficult, no matter how nostalgic you are, to go from a next-gen gaming system to pixels. I'll it's tell you exactly. Hard. We'll take another second here to run this along. I got all nostalgic after watching uh, Netflix's Cocaine Cowboys. Sure. Uh, it, I, and I was like, you know what? I really want to play Vice City. Oh, I thought you wanted to do Blow. No, no. I wanted to play uh, Vice City from Grand Theft Auto. Okay. okay. Right? And so I downloaded it, or I went and bought it on Steam for like <laughs> five bucks, and I started to play it. I'm like, oh my God, the graphics. No, I cannot do this. I have just thrown away $5. Yeah. I mean, well, at least it's only five bucks. That's the good news. But yes, sometimes nostalgia can bite you in the ass. This would be one of those situations where I'm guessing it would. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, well, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. 
If nothing else, Big J, we need to keep the good people up on all of the texting and emoji news that we can do. Do you understand? Oh, yeah, emojiing. And uh, if you use emojis, uh, specifically one particular one, you may need to know that uh, it's no longer cool, Big J. Oh, no. And that is the smiley face emoji. Just your regular old, big old smiley face emoji. Not the eyes closed smiley face emoji, but the eyes open with the actual just big old smile. It is now used, at least according to, uh, I guess, emoji experts everywhere, only in sarcastic purposes only. That has now been deemed the sarcastic emoji smile. Does that make sense? No. Uh, I don't understand why either, but it is what actually There, there should be a, an emoji, though, for for this purpose. Well, there is. I think that's what I use the eye-rolling emoji for. Oh, sometimes I don't. Which one is the eye-rolling one? It's the one where the eyes are rolling. Oh, okay. I, I guess I never rarely see it. Like, you don't send that to me. Yeah, no, no, because I'm always deadly serious when I'm texting you. There's rarely any sarcasm attached. <laughs> I know. But uh, when I am sarcastic, that is when I will attach the eye-rolling emoji. But that apparently is now not just used. I mean, sometimes I guess eye-rolling doesn't necessarily always have to be sarcastic. It can be used in terms of, like, tiredness or, you know, exhaustion, whatever. But... Either way, uh, now if you just use a regular old smiley face, apparently, especially at the end of the message, is kind of like a patronizing pat on the head from somebody who wishes you nothing but ill fortune, according to emoji experts huh. at The Guardian. So there's that that you need to take into account. Uh, I believe it depends on the person that you have a relationship with. Does that make sense? Right. If you have been, you know, if if the smiley face has been established as a serious emoji in your previous texting, then there's no reason for that definition to change among friends. But apparently, if you're using it in a new way, and now I, now I'm 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 gonna have to go back because that's one that I use fairly regularly, just because it's like my way of saying thanks. I'm being nice. Have a good day, kind of a thing. There's a feeling that none of us over the age of thirty understand this. <laughs> you so right. you're gonna, I mean, gonna be okay. I will say this: I have been using emojis more than I have in the past. I don't know if I'm proud of it. Um, but I have been using yeah, them. Yeah, you might be more. misusing the eggplant emoji. You sent that to me a couple times. Yeah, that that means you're eating dinner, right? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Instead of what chicken, is, chicken, chicken parm. It's eggplant, eggplant parm. NCAA said yesterday that Baylor will face only four years of probation and a $5,000 fine, as well as recruiting restrictions at, during the 2021-2022 academic year, uh, which is the equivalent of a fairly easy slap on the wrist. Uh, don't forget that this uh, was all resulting around a fairly disgusting sex assault scandal more than five years ago that resulted in the firing of their football coach, the firing of their athletic director, and the firing of their president, uh, and included a cover-up by more than three or four of those people involved in this particular story, and they don't even get punished for it. And this is why the this NCAA the, oh. continues to be a joke. Yet you got a kid who sleeps on a couch of a player of the team and you get dinged and it's uh you're out of you're out of institutional control because of that but you have this situation happening it's egregious it's ridiculous and i can't wait for the ncaa to be disbanded and the reason why they 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 have only done this is at least according to the ncaa statement is because while the acts are disgusting awful and illegal uh none of them actually violate any specific ncaa rules and so you go to the point where listen if nobody's being held accountable other than people losing their job for covering up and being involved in sexual assault there have been no charges. There's been no arrest. And then you don't even get the school punished for taking part in a cover-up. Then what the hell is the point for anybody to follow any rules ever? It sets an awful precedent. And the NCAA, uh, there's a special place in hell for everybody involved in that story for sure. Well, Big J, uh, Jeopardy uh, doubled down on their idea for their permanent replacement for Alex Trebek. The answer is executive producer Mike Richards. So uh, they had these cavalcade of celebrities uh, that uh, Mike Richards kind of handpicked to do the special uh, guest hosting for the possibility of being the permanent host. And then when that was all done, he goes, you know what? I'm just going to go with me. Thanks for coming, everybody. (laughs) 
So uh, that's your new permanent host during the Daily Show. Now, they tried to offset this because there's been some stories going around where Mike Richards hasn't been seen in a very good light because he's been also sued for sexual harassment on a couple of times and it included a over $7 million payout to a couple of models from The Price is Right, which he also was a executive producer for. So not a great time in the world to be giving somebody who's been sued for sexual harassment a sweet promotion, but he's going to take it anyway. We're giving himself the promotion. Right. And then Jeopardy uh, decided to offset that by announcing Mayim Balik, former guest of the morning after, as another permanent host of Jeopardy, but for a very special primetime edition that they're doing. So not for the regular show, that's all Mike Richards, but for the special primetime editions that they're going to do, I guess, going forward, uh, like the National Collegiate Championship that they're going to air on primetime on ABC next year, then Mayim Bialik will actually be the host as well for that. So two hosts, but Mike Richards gets the regular day-to-day gig when you're watching at like 6.30 here locally every single day. That's who you'll be seeing as the permanent host. Uh, I don't like it. I've said from the very beginning the smartest thing Jeopardy could do is continue to have guest hosts. That's how you stay relevant. That's how you keep people talking about it is by getting a new and different celebrity that clearly they have enough people interested in doing it. Why not rotate them every month? So that you can continue to keep yourself in the news instead of giving it permanently to somebody that probably shouldn't get the gig, that nobody's ever heard about, and also has been involved in sexual harassment. But what do I know, Big J? I'm just a dude that watches the show every day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would have been fine with LeVar Burton as well, but that apparently wasn't meant to be. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Sometimes it's good to know that really stupid criminals aren't just specifically here in the United States of America. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, we have our share in the States. uh, There's zero doubt about that. But today's story is about a couple of stupid criminals from Adelaide, Australia, which is a city that's not too far away from Sydney. But I don't know much about thievery and stealing things. I, I know that, you know, if you do decide to steal something, Regardless of how valuable you may think it is or you're told it is, it really is only as valuable as how much you can get for it once you try to fence it, right? Right. I mean, you have to be, if you're stealing something in hopes to make money, somebody has to buy that from you and it has to be worth something. And unfortunately, I feel like maybe that is something that is lost in people that steal things these days is, okay, once you take something, what are you going to do with it? Unless you're going to use it for yourself, I'm guessing you're probably doing it so that you get money. Who's going to buy what you steal? And are you familiar with the world of Digimon, Big J? Digimon. Digimon, M-O-N. Trading cards. No, uh, no, he still said mom. Mon, M-O-N. And so it's the equivalent of like, it's it's a competitor to Pokemon. It's trading cards that people play a game uh, a la Magic the Gathering. There are particular places that you can go to purchase these cards, to buy and sell, and there are also, much like Pokemon, some cards in this world that are very rare and very valuable. So there is a market for this particular thing. And there were a couple of people that decided to break into a gaming store there in Adelaide and steal a bunch of these very rare... Digimon cards and take them home and now they need to figure out how to turn these cards into money they know they're worth something because they were behind a case they were marked very rare they saw the price tag on them even some of these cards were going for the equivalent of five six hundred dollars it's a lot of money yeah and they grabbed a whole binder full of them so they had a a, you know a, a pretty good score as far as they were concerned but the question becomes who's gonna buy these cards And so they started asking around, and nobody was interested in purchasing these because they're for a very specific market, I would say. Like, for instance, you can't even say the word right, let alone, you know, know what they were. If somebody offered you these very rare cards, you'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know what you're talking about. And so there was not a lot of people up for grabs. So even though at 8 o'clock in the morning is when the police estimate they broke into the store and and, uh, and stole the cards... By that afternoon, they had exhausted every area of their, at least, connections and couldn't find anybody that 
would buy them. And so they had a brilliant idea, Big J. Well, hey, listen, we know at least one place that buys these cards, right? Right. The place you stole it from. So at 1.15 on Don't the same day, police say a man returned to the same store and tried to sell the allegedly stolen cards. Uh, well, you're not going to believe this, Big J, but staff caught on pretty quick that the dude was trying to sell a binder full of the exact same cards that just happened to be stolen from the store earlier that morning. And they're like, wow, this is quite the collection, sir. Hey, hang out over here. We're going to get you a complete list of everything, and we'll definitely buy these from you. He's like, yeah, score, sweet. So he sat down in the store while, of course, staff called police. And that is when officers showed up and arrested the man, who then, uh, of course, Big J, flipped and turned on all of the people involved in the burglary. It happened to be three other people. And so this led to four different arrests and a serious criminal charges for all four of them as they tried to sell back the cards from the store they stole them from just that morning. Clean sweep. Not smart. And in case you're curious, Big J, Digimon is short for Digital Monsters. That's where it gets it from. Uh, and they have a ton of movies out there, too. Even an anime series, your favorite type of cartoon. So, that is where the popularity was. But I don't know how many times we have to tell you, do not go back to the place you stole something from and try to sell it back. That is a 100% Generally, chance of getting yeah. arrested. But I don't think they planned it out that much, which is another problem with people planning crimes these days. Not a lot of planning at all involved. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Weezer undone the sweater song here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Some businesses seem to be doing pretty well over the last couple of months. Some of them seem to be struggling. But one business, Big J, that is having a moment for this entire summer has been the marijuana business. The numbers are out for June and July, and in the places where it is legal to sell marijuana, boy, howdy, did they have a good summer. Uh, we're talking about a 45% increase over the last two months. Now, keep in mind that in a lot of places, most dispensaries has been open during this entire pandemic. So uh, it's not something that you could have struggled to get. They just have found that people, uh, more people are going to the dispensaries over the last couple of months. Uh, business owners that, that actually own these legal institutions uh, say, you know what, the 4th of July holiday was a big deal for them. And plus, they have a larger array of, array of products right now and prices are falling, which makes it a little bit more affordable. But keep in mind that, you know, usually when you go to a business, sometimes it means people are buying more of it. But in the world of legalized marijuana there's a limit to how many people how much people can buy per visit and so it, they say it's much more about a, a volume of people issue than people buying more of the product that's already there so people are discovering the uh the benefits i guess of it or the fact that it is now legal in a lot of different places and uh, in case you're curious the curious. average price uh, for flour in a particular legalized location has gone from about $17 per gram per average down to about $12 per gram per average over the last couple of months because uh, there are more growers, there are more manufacturers, more of which have been licensed, which means that leads to a greater supply and more diverse products. So there's lots more stuff out there to choose from, and there's plenty of it, which is what's giving them a nice bump. And if you need uh, any more information about it, there is a brand new study courtesy of uh, The Guardian that says that cannabis users tend to be more successful, motivated, and health conscious than others. 54% have a college degree, and they are more likely to be employed than the average American as well. So those that frequent these dispensaries actually have their bleep together. Wow, weird. So there's that as well. 57% uh, of users are physically active. They like hiking and sports, mm. and they consider themselves health conscious. Well, you may fall into 43 percentile. I'm just saying. 57 percentile are there. So uh, it's uh, turning out to be a good thing for the economy. Uh, nobody is complaining about the states that just turned things legalized, and so there's that. That's the businesses that are making a ton of money these particular days, and who would have thought? Not us, Big J. No, we would have thought that. You're right probably either way just uh, not here now you know why uh that it's a fairly successful business to be in the business of that 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your important stuff. Plus, let's not forget, we're going to do some pop culture smackdown. What's going on in the news today? On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, listen, uh, school year is going to be starting up here in a couple of weeks, and who knows, there could be some virtual schooling still being part of the equation as we go forward. So Zoom has announced that they are going to add a new feature that could help with virtual schooling. It's called Focus Mode. Uh, Right now, when you are on a call with a bunch of different people, usually you see everybody that's involved in the call in one box or another, or whoever's speaking, maybe somebody has a muted, whatever the case may be. You can have multiple kind of camera views in your screen, and that causes a lot of distractions when you're in a class with 27 other students sometimes. And so the focus feature has been introduced, which basically means if you're in focus mode, the leader or the creator of the Zoom call, the host in other words, will be able to basically block out so that you can't see each other in the call and only see the host in the particular world, which can make the classroom or lecture giving thing seem a little bit easier. Now, participants would still be able to see the names of the other participants as well as their own videos if they are called upon or unmuted by the host. But the teacher or host would be able to turn it on and off during a Zoom, for instance, having focus mode on during a presentation and then turning it off during a discussion or whatever the case may be. So it could be a little bit easier to pay attention or at least lead to less distractions as we could have some more virtual schooling stuff. So new features to be aware of, parents, just in case. There's that. Corbin Burns is a pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers. He set a Major League Baseball record last night by striking out 10 straight batters as the Milwaukee Brewers beat the Cubs 10-0 last night. It's been done twice before, once by Tom Seaver back in 1970 and once by Aaron Nola just a couple weeks ago on June 25th. But either way, he finished with 15 total strikeouts in eight innings of no-run work. So a beautiful performance by Corbin Burns last night. Congratulations to him. There will be a Field of Dreams baseball game tonight from Iowa on your television if you want to check it out. It was originally supposed to happen last year, but the Yankees and White Sox are playing each other in Iowa at the Field of Dreams field, which is based, of course, on the 1989 movie Field of Dreams. That takes place in Iowa. Uh, Dyersville, in particular, is where the game is going to be. It will hold some 8,000 people live, and then you'll be able to watch it. They'll be throwing, wearing throwback jerseys and everything to try to make it as Field of Dreams as possible should be a cool little event to be a part of big j despite what you read on the internet apparently david schwimmer and jennifer aniston are not dating at least that's what jennifer aniston's people want you to believe desperately Uh, according to reports the friends actors started spending a little bit more time together after the friends reunion where it came out that they both kind of had a crush on each other at the beginning of the filming during the reunion special that was something that they talked about and i guess it stirred up feelings well it depends on who you ask uh, David Schwimmer's people tend to say that they might be seeing each other. Jennifer Hampton's people are like, no, no, I don't think so. So we'll see what ends up happening. Ooh. Now they're both saying no truth to the rumors of a romance, but uh, probably doesn't feel that great for David Schwimmer, if we're being honest. Somebody going out of their way that hard to deny the fact that things that could or could not be happening. Like but, any of us believe it. Uh, what do you believe? Well, I certainly don't believe David Schwimmer's dating Jennifer Aniston. You don't think he could uh, land a fish like no. Jennifer Aniston? That's no. what you're saying? Uh, wow. What uh, what did David Schwimmer ever do to you? Well, look at him. Boy, that's awful. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important I stuff. I like ugly people, okay? Here's traffic. I mean, now he's ugly? I mean, just straight up ugly? It's always been. Jesus. I don't know how he got it to be an actor. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we're going to get you set up here with tickets uh, to the Western Idaho Fair. It kicks off here on August 20th. I want to pay attention here, though. August 27th out there uh, for the musical choices for everybody. It's going to be Seether. You get to go to Seether uh, with your fair entrance. That's how it works. And we'll get you set up with that if you can beat me Pop Culture Smackdown. All right. Here's our phone number. 208-287-1003. Fair tickets up for grabs. Checking out Seether up for grabs. All you have to do is defeat Big J. 
Either Big J is going to go on forever today or he's going to be yeah. out in the first question. One of the two. Let's go. I thought he told me maybe in passing that he watches the show that I have the first question based on. But now as I read it again, I'm thinking I may have confused I, it with another show. I, I doubt it. <laughs> so, no. But we'll see. It is one of those goofy TV murder shows. So I, I'm thinking there's a chance. 208-287-1003. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Jeff. All right, Jeff, you're up first. Jeff, this comedian and actor is the star and executive producer on two City Slicker movies. Uh, yeah. The star of City Slickers and Slitty Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. Billy Crystal? Yep. Right. Billy Crystal is correct. Big J, Viola Davis is lighting up the small and big screen on The Suicide Squad, but she's also won several enemies for her role in the TV show How to Get Away with Murder. She plays a high-powered criminal defense attorney and professor at what fictional university that has a strong Big J connection? It's fictional has a connection to me. Yes. Crazy. It's named after something you're very close to. I'll put it that way. Oh, um, let's see. I I, I, I did not watch this show. Son of a gun. Sorry. What but, am I confusing it with? Without a trace? Is that one that you watch? Pff, no? No. Okay. Crap. I was way off. Sorry. I only watched Homicide Hunter. That's not true. No, that's this isn't a documentary series. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the... Um, what would I be close to? Um, the University... Of uh, of Arkham. Wrong. How are you Arkham close to University? That? I don't know. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Jeff, that means you are the victor. Jeff doesn't know. Any guess? Do you watch uh, Getting Away with Murder? No, I do not. How to Get Away with Murder? Uh, what if I said the university shares a name with a city? Would that help? Nope. It really doesn't? You don't know what city you live in? I'm, I'm a city. University of Boise? You don't live in Boise. Wrong. University of Miles City? Also, don't live in Miles City. University of Middleton? That's right. Right. Middleton University is the name wow. of the college. Your prediction at the beginning of this was very, very poor. I did say you might get the first question wrong, so there's that. But congratulations, Jeff. You got yourself all <laughs> set up with tickets to go check out. See, they're at the Western Idaho Fair. Please hold on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're good to go. And now you know, at least, that they named a university after your town that you live in. On a TV show, so there's that. Morning after crappy with Nick and Big J. Uh, (laughs) Wait, (laughs) now you're calling Middleton out. Well, I'm just not happy with the city's leadership. Let's put it that way. All right. Well, run for mayor, man. How about we do a little bit of headlines next on the X Rock? Hey. And your headlines brought to you by Coors. Big J going to be out this Friday at the Albertson Payette from 4 to 6 p.m. to help protect our West. You can do so yourself by hanging out with Big J at the Albertsons and Payette with 100.3 The X and Coors. You can enter to win a party for 20 at Section 37 Axe Room as well as a custom Pulaski Axe and help out the great people that are helping protect our West from wildfires. So check it out for yourself this Friday in Albertsons and Payette, 4 to 6 p.m. with 100.3 The X Rocks. Headlines are as follows, Big J, relatable, that's illegal, and scumbags everywhere. Relatable. A man's attempt to rob a bank was foiled by his own bad handwriting, Big J. When Alan Slatery entered the Nationwide Building Society in Eastburn, United Kingdom, the staff could not make out what the hell he had written on the note and handed it to his teller. I mean, they tried and everything, but after he gave up, the employees were able to decipher the message and said, quote, your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over 10s and 20s. Think about the other customers. That's what was on the note. But unfortunately, he was bluffing, and they couldn't read his handwriting. So they're like, I don't know what you want, man. Uh, Hello? I don't know what you want in this note. He was later arrested, but uh, not before robbing two other banks, Big J, with much clearer handwriting. So he learned his lesson. So there's that. Wow. But I can uh, I can understand how, like, if you write a demand, <laughs> and then nobody can understand what the hell your writing says. So that's tough when you're in the, the, the business of hand over your money kind of stuff. That's illegal or scumbags everywhere? Scumbags everywhere. A Nevada woman decided to borrow a couple of kids in order to get her publicity for her GoFundMe campaign. 
Her name is Dasha Kelly, and she started an online fundraiser back in July asking strangers to help her and her three daughters stay in their Las Vegas home. The family even appeared on news stations across the country. But that's when the girl's biological mother saw that and like, hang on, that's not your family. What the hell's going on? Turns out that the children were not hers, but did belong to her boyfriend. And neither the biological mother nor the boyfriend knew that she was using the kids in pictures to help try to get money, which is lower than low. And a really weird, like, flex to go on TV with that particular story. You know what I mean? It must have been working, but mayday. Uh, Not cool. Don't borrow other kids for your, you know, capitalistic gains. Not okay. Wrap it up with That's Illegal. A Canadian man was arrested for taking his helicopter to Dairy Queen, Big J, because he wanted to pick up an ice cream cake. The 34-year-old licensed pilot headed to the store's Saskatchewan location on July 31st, landed the aircraft in the parking lot, and that blew up a bunch of dust and debris. Because the landing was not an emergency, it's illegal to to land a helicopter just anywhere you want. Did you know that, Big J? No, I, I didn't. The pilot is charged with one count of dangerous operation of an aircraft. Yeah, you can't. That, I guess there's a reason why you don't see helicopters in McDonald's parking lots and fast food parking lots. Because it's if, if you know how to fly one, you know it's illegal to just land them anywhere. You have to be able to do that in a place that I guess is certified for. It. And an ice cream cake is not considered an emergency, Big J. I don't care how much you don't want it to melt. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Chevelle, that is their new song called Mars Simula here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up here in a few days, Big J and I will celebrate our 14th year anniversary here on 100.3 The X-Rocks, which is insane when you think about it, even crazier when you think that uh, literally one of the first things that we ever did uh, when we were putting together this show was create something on the air that we thought would be a little bit of fun and a couple of people would pay attention to, and now we're about to do it for the 15th time, which is the music that is synonymous with the morning after Fantasy Football League. Year number 15, Big J. Uh, in 15 years of doing this, neither of us have won the championship, which is crazy. Some of us have been real close. Yeah, both of us have made it to the final game, but neither of us have had a chance to. I believe, Big J, if my mistake, I could be mistaken, but I think you're in the middle of a drought with the playoffs. I made the playoffs last year and lost in the no, first round. I made round. the playoffs the year out before that. Okay, good. Yeah, that's right. We both did because I beat you in the playoffs that year. Now I remember. Yeah. But uh, we, we've we been able to have some years of success, but not quite ever claiming the victory in our own damn league. To make matters worse, my wife yes, won. A victor in the league. Uh, first time round the sun with the fantasy football won the championship. And now it, it, the, the thirst for fantasy football has left her body. Is this correct? I mean, yeah, it pretty much She's has. pretty much over football, period, isn't she? Yeah, she tries to pretend, but... But you know you're watching it by yourself on Sunday. Yeah, well, now she works it. on Sunday, well, so... there you go. Uh, she doesn't even have to pretend anymore, which is good. Uh, but if you are a football fan, get into the action, which is to say we are opening it up to the public as we always do. Uh, for the last season, we had our very first repeat champion ever. Uh, Dell, who was the very first winner, which earned him a lifetime uh, basic entry into the league, ended up winning his second title. So congratulations. Yeah, I would say much like a, a criminal sentence, lifetime is probably 15 years, right? Uh, I don't think that that's accurate. Uh, well, listen, because when we were talking about radio shows, we thought, what, three, four years before they fired us? And so we no, thought I when you would have that, an opportunity to get into it, then that's how long this would go. We didn't think we'd be doing it 15 NFL seasons. It's just, it's always the fight for, I mean, listen, I've had, I had to, because at the beginning, we had every championship was going to be, you know. Yes. I had to kick my wife to the curb. Yep. Uh, We had to kick our producer to the curb. Yep. We've had to kick a lot of people who wanted to be in the league here in the, in this, in part of the radio program to the curb. Yeah, that's right, because we have a limited amount of space and we wanted it available to you know the general public as many slots as possible so that they could 
actually win the prize because we were already taking up two slots with people that can't win and, anything. And the on. one time that I made it to the championship game is when we split. We tried to have 24 teams. Yes. Uh, two different divisions. Boy, what a mess that was. Uh, boy, that was rough. It was. Yeah, because, you know, the, the demand was so great. We tried to make it bigger. And then when we discovered what bigger isn't always better because it just complicates yeah. things and makes it a little bit more difficult to put it all together. So we're back down to 12 teams, uh, uh, three of which are already claimed. So you have an opportunity to win one of nine slots in the morning after Fantasy Football League coming up here over the next couple of weeks. Uh, much like we did it last year, we are going to do an online draft via Zoom, and so we ask you to be able to be present. We usually like to hold the draft the Wednesday night before the NFL season begins. That way, all goofy injuries are taken care of, starting lineups are set, and you also have an opportunity to know who's going to be playing and when. Now, keep in mind that this year is a little bit different because there's an extra seat, an extra week this season of NFL football, so there's 18 weeks. But we've also decided that we're going to keep it to week 16 and 17 as the playoffs. Week 18 will not factor into the season this time around. So there's a couple of changes being made to the morning after Fantasy Football League. But the point is, anybody can play. Whether you're a fantasy football veteran or a first-timer, we've had a little bit of both. Hell, we've had people that haven't played before win the whole thing. And so it certainly is up for anybody. We only ask that you do two things. One is be present for the draft when we put your team together, that you're active in the participation of it, and two, that you actually pay attention and set your lineup every week. Uh, if you don't do those things, that earns you a ban, which we banned several people from the league, Big J, yeah. for not paying attention, and we have that list of people that don't set their lineups. They're no longer allowed to be coming back. But if you are a fantasy football fan and you want to play for weekly prizes, you want to play for grand prizes, you want to have a little bit of fun on the radio, the morning after Fantasy Football League will return this season. And we are less than a month away from the draft and the actual league starting up. So you want to pay attention if you want to get in on this thing. Any advice for people that want to be part of the league? Um, just good luck getting in there. Yeah, it's tough. It is not exactly the easiest thing in the world to do to get into these days. A little bit easier when we were doing like drafts on location and you had to show up and be a part of that. That's when you had a pretty good chance of getting in. But with things being crazy, that's not exactly the smartest thing for us to do. And therefore, we're going to keep it online and you're going to have to win on the radio, which is a little bit harder. But if you want it hard enough, maybe just maybe like winning a Super yeah. Bowl, you can squeeze through. Who knows? Listen, OK, here's the advice on that. Recruit your family. Recruit your friends. We might not have any interest to help you, you know, uh, call in and, and get a spot. That's right. The more phones, the better. Big J's always said. Morning after with Nick and Big J. You're going to use those phones to play bad impressions. That's happening next on the X Rock. Good point three, the X. And we've got tickets for you to a show at the Knitting Factory Thursday, August 26th. Between the Buried and me, going to be playing two separate sets that night. Going to be a lot of fun for you. We'll uh, have that for you if you can figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003. That's always our phone number. Right now, it's four tickets to the Between the Buried and Me show coming up on the 26th. If you can figure out bad impressions, which works like this. Big J has got a celebrity in his heart, and he's got three clues around him. Figure out who that celebrity is, and you are going to a concert on us. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Good morning, man. What's your name? Brent. All right, Brent, you're up. Uh, Brent, uh, I'll take uh, e there's f four fellas here involved. I'll take either one of their names or the band's name, okay? Okay. 30 years ago today, we released the Black Album. Released what? what? What's that? They released what? I didn't hear it. The Black Album. ACDC. Nope. We met up with Big J for an interview after he after the hashtag Metallica diet a couple years ago. I don't know, bro. We have no, a no, black no. and whiskey. He's given up. Hello, the X. If you didn't get it after clue two, he wasn't paying attention. Hello, the X. Hello, 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 the X. Oh, you sound good, Big J. Hey, did you hear the clues? I know we heard the clues. I guess so. Uh, what is the answer? I'm sorry. One more time. What is the first one? First clue. 30 years ago today, we released the Black Album. Um, what's the second one? Oh, man. It's like <laughs> we're stuck in a loop. <laughs> we met up with Big J for an interview after the hashtag Metallica died a couple years ago. 
Hashtag Metallica died. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Wait, give him clue last, number three. Last clue here. We have a blackened whiskey. If that you like that sort of thing. Blackened whiskey. So four guys, or it could be you know the name of a band. Ah, shit. I don't know, man. Okay. I'm going to say... Oh, I mean, honest to God. Are we being punked? Is that what's happening? To it's a troll job. Hello, the X. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam? Get out of here. Not even... <laughs> Wait, now they're might be having fun. Hello, the X. Are you kidding me? Probably. That, is, uh, that, that, is, that was painful to listen to. It's Metallica. Yeah, yes, you pretty was... much described our show. Hang on one second, sure. No! We it's because of you sure idiot listeners! <laughs> Are good to go with between the buried and me, and I'm guessing that first clue is why Metallica is in the news. Yeah, 30 years ago today, the Black Album released. It sold 30 million copies. Nick, that's a lot. It is. Uh, and um, one for every year. Watching some videos, uh, watching some videos, and of uh, the people who uh, were there for release day, and it is bananas. Do you remember the first time you purchased the Black Album by Metallica? Uh, n- uh no, but I'm I'm pretty much uh, I I do remember where it was. It was at Hastings. Okay. Which one? Do you remember? Uh, the one here on Fairview. Oh, rest in peace, Hastings. Yeah. We miss you. Uh, was it the day of, or was it? were you fairly late to the party? No, I can't remember I, how far I, into the Metallica party you were. At no, I, I was there right away, but it wasn't the day of release. No, it wasn't like midnight release. No, yeah, you weren't standing like in that. line or anything like that. But yes. And then uh, I bought it like 75 times since. <laughs> Tape, CD, yep, yep. vinyl, whatever. It happens. And uh, the re-release will be out soon. I think they would tie it into the 30-year anniversary. You know what I mean? Like, have it come out the same day. But they're going to wait about a month before it comes out, and that's when you can get the Metallica Black Album re-release, and then, of course, the Blacklist Album, which is all the covers that go to charity. So good things are happening. There's a lot of cool stuff, a lot of weird... (laughs) weird versions of the songs let me tell you morning after with nick and big j we wrap up the show here next on the x rock 0936 that is adrenaline and that's how we're gonna wrap up the old morning after with nick and big j here on this particular thursday thanks for hanging out with us got a nice solid nerd alert courtesy of big j reminded you that it's not a great idea to try to sell back the thing you stole from a store to that store it usually will end in your arrest and we got to remember that we're bringing back the old morning after fantasy football league for season number 15 this year so get ready to play some fantasy football with myself and big j and win some prizes and probably if uh, history is any indicator a league championship as well as we will not be in the uh, availability to do so but that leaves you with the floor big j please yeah today nick is national vinyl record day Happy National Vinyl Record Day, Big J. It's the last vinyl record you bought? Uh, that would be the A Day to Remember album. Nice. Was no, the you one. bought it? Uh, I did. I, they sent me an autographed one, but I wanted one that I could play, and so I bought one for myself oh. to check out. Thank you very much. You? Last one you purchased? Uh was yesterday. The uh, Escape from New York uh, reissue a deluxe version from Waxwork Records at the Record Exchange. Very nice. Look at you, man. Did you yeah. buy anything else or just get that one thing? Well, that was enough. Uh, I, I imagine reissue, what, 50 bucks? Yep. Something around there? Yeah. Uh, nothing cheap about vinyl, Big J. You got to make an investment. Is that one that you will collect or is that one that you will listen to? What? Well, you can do both. Uh, yeah, but you know what I mean. You, it's some people keep it in, vinyl. Keep it in the uh, keep it in the wrapping and don't open it. You know there are collectors wacky. and there are people that enjoy it. It's wacky. Uh, I enjoy listening to the albums that I purchase as well. Uh, but I do have like I've got a couple of like picture vinyls that I have that obviously I'm not going to play or listen to. But uh, I believe that I. But I also have that version on a vinyl that yeah. I can listen to. So because you're uh, vinyl rich. Uh, I am not vinyl rich. I think I have. Uh, I'm going to say I definitely have less than thirty vinyls in my collection. How many do you have? Oh, I don't know. There's hundred. Well, see, you're vinyl rich. What are you talking about? Yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Next set of X Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. The one you just heard about on the X. Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Jason Drew swinging in here next. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rocks. <laughs>